the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Uh, calm down, everybody. So, no Jeff this week, but Into the pre-pro. <laughs> yeah, pre-pros. Hey, um, hey, Matt. Hey, Chris. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Um, how are you? I'm also well. It's good hey. to hear. You know, um, that's worth noting because uh, it is just Matt and myself tonight, and uh, Jeff's off doing. Family stuff. Family stuff, as good one family does. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and family stuff is not a euphemism. He's not trying to make a baby. <laughs> and it's um, also not, it doesn't f- forebode, you know, it's not foreboding. It's not family stuff, capital F, capital oh, right. S, like, you know. No, it's good stuff. Um, yeah. So, and it's worth noting that Matt and I are both well. We are. Because... Often, when it's just Matt and myself, um, these episodes turn into what we've dubbed depressosodes. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jeff is a buoyant chap, mm. and I think that sometimes his, he floats. He does his and his energy and his enthusiasm. Um, the tide rises mm. with Jeff sometimes, and mm. you and I may be a little bit more contemplative sorts. Mm. Um, more prone to depression. Mm. We're not navel gazers, but no. we're, you know, um, we might be a little darker. And uh, sometimes we drag the episode down into the darkness <laughs> yeah. with us, not in a bad way. Uh, well, I, th- I think, yeah. And I think we feel have, we have license to, uh, I guess, go there more readily than when Jeff's here. I think because J- Jeff, you know, as we all do, he, he has different demons, slightly mm-hmm. different demons than we do, I, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and uh, and he's not as, as plagued, I think, by depression as Matt and I can be. Yeah. Um, I think that's very fair to say. He, so, has, he has some stuff that we don't have. Yeah. And, um, but all that being said, I was going to start out by saying, how depressed are you on a scale of 7 to 10? <laughs> right. There Just is a give baseline, me a rough right? number. But yeah. uh, no, I think we're both... I'm in a reasonable place. Yeah. Yeah. Never, I'm good. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know if, yeah, I mean, for me, it's, uh, you know, I'm back on the bike and that's not a euphemism. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm on my Peloton and that just, that helps. You know, I get up and hop on in the first thing in the morning and yeah, it just, it does wonders. Um, and uh, soon I hope to get back to meditating and that'll, you know, help also. But uh mm-hmm. Yeah, no, as far as depression, I think I've come out of, well, I'm coming out. I think it's, 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 it's like, uh, the last hints of, of, a have, have sort of faded now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, no, but anxiety, Ooh, that's a different thing. <laughs> no, it's, um, 
you know, as a, as a, as the introvert that I am, uh, I was tested, let me see, Thursday, Friday, and Monday, um, because basically right across the, the family room in the kitchen all day long, those three days, we had two guys in the kitchen working on the kitchen. Wow. You know, I work here from home and, uh, nice guys, but it just, especially the kitchen because you can't get up and walk it. You know, they're working in the kitchen and you keep stuff in the kitchen. And I keep stuff in the kitchen. That's where coffee is. (laughs) Yeah. And it just, man, it, it just, from a, from a messing with my, my sort of introvert need to have space, you know, that it was, it really, um, was trying. It was interesting. Cause I was like, anyway, but yeah, so that's that's, anxious. Just your telling of this tale makes me anxious. And I don't know what it is about personal space. Personal space. I have the same predilection towards like, wait a second, people are in my space. It's completely different with family and friends and loved ones, you Mm. know, come on, come all. But, um, there's something about, I don't know. I don't, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. And it's odd because depression is completely agnostic for, I could tell you what's going on in my life right now, and it might sound depressing or it might not, but it has no bearing on how I feel. Like my depression doesn't really pay, doesn't read the papers and it doesn't know what's <laughs> right. going on in my day. Exactly. It's sometimes yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey, guess who's back? And uh, I'll be like, yeah, but my life's great. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, so odd. Yeah. But doing. All right. Yeah. 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 Doing well. Um, which is which is a, a relief. Um, that yeah, this isn't going to be depressed. So I don't think, uh, unless we work ourselves into a f- depressive frenzy, um, <laughs> into a lather of depression. Um, yeah. And uh, no guest. No guest. And I wanted to, one give a shout out again to uh, Amy Dressner for coming on last week. Um, just you know, a fantastically fun. Uh, episode she's mm-hmm. just a terrific guest um and uh you know we we laughed a lot i think you know she had a great time um and uh if, if you haven't checked it out check out that, that last episode i think it's four ten four point ten. yeah it was four ten. Uh, um and uh in her book and her in her book my fair junkie my fair junkie um, check that out I'm um, waiting for Jeff to finish reading it, uh, although I should just go purchase my own yeah. copy. She she was great. She said some of the most cutting, visceral, horrifying things in the most hilarious way. Um, yeah. Yeah. She, capital W, went there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yeah, kudos to her. She's brave. She's funny. Yeah. Um, and, and I love, you know, in I was talking about to her in the pre-call about how, you know, we aren't precious about you know our recovery and i said you know it's part of a kind of a spiel not to depersonalize it for anybody that gave a pre-call but (laughs) it's a um, (laughs) formatter your name here but you know i like to make sure people know that we laugh at ourselves and we will probably laugh at you too Mm -hmm. and uh you know clearly she was someone that you know had no problem with that um and so yeah it was just a, a really um fun fun episode and uh i just want to say that again that i really appreciate that she was you know she was here with us um the day after her book was released which was you know kind of sweet that that we had that honor um 
And then, uh, yeah, be, and uh, before I forget, we're also talking about next week's episode, mm-hmm. next week's guest, which Matt sadly won't be here for. Um, you want to tune into that one, too. That's uh, Casey... Um, I'm going to draw a blank on last name. I already drew a blank on his last name, but... Um, Hold on, I'm going to pull it up. And if I try, I was going to say Spangler, but I think no. Carl Spangler was the greenskeeper in Caddyshack. <laughs> <laughs> what, which I'm not sure what, what the connect is there a connection? No, no, no. Oh, okay, just, just you, that's that's how my brain puts it together. Um, I really regret I regret missing anyone I get because selfishly this is really cathartic and enjoyable. But on a you know specific to this episode and, and many others, fascinating story. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, great. And I bring it up because often I, uh, there's a lot of things I, I want to try to do better as a podcaster. Um, one of which is pre-promoting, you know, <laughs> upcoming guests and Casey Anderson. And if you don't know any of his story, uh, or anything about him, uh, you should check out, um, well, one, his, his website, Casey, Kate with the K-A-S-E-Y, Anderson music.com. Um, and, uh, you can also, um, find out a little bit about him at uh, recoveryrenegades.com, which is also sincerightnow.com slash upcoming. And uh, just a fascinating dude, fascinating story. And uh, that's one you won't want to miss. And, and a talented musician. To boot. Right, I and a talented to musician, which plays today. a big part in his story. Uh, as you know, Anyway. Um, and... Uh, the other thing, and this is just a lot of sort of uh, de- details in this episode. We, we mentioned it last episode that we had re- got received um, samples of these these little notebooks. Um, if you're familiar at all with like field notes notebooks, it's it's about that size, um, and they're. Uh, they're called pocketudes, P-O-C-K-I-T-U-D-E-S. And it's... Uh, it's like a little five by three, you know, fits yeah. in your pocket, as one can probably guess. Um, and yeah, the so was it the the, the person behind pocketudes thought well, to send these to you? Yeah, f- uh, Fred... Um, Fred Pocketude? <laughs> Fred Pocketude. Um Fred Terrell, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I've spoken to Fred, but I didn't get a pronunciation on his last name. Um, just reached out and said, hey, I'd like to send you guys some of these and, and see what you think. And, uh, you know, the timing was interesting because I've actually been reading. There was a, a, an article a little about actually about a month. Let me see the date. Exactly a month ago on uh, theweek.com about I skeptically tried practicing gratitude and completely changed my life. And I read that and it's like, you know, as I'm looking for elements to help me, you know, in this, you know, phase of my recovery, you know, from the working out to the meditation to, you know, quite frankly, you know, I, I, the, 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 Antidepressant <laughs> and anti-depression medication and anti-anxiety medication. Um, you know, I've just been thinking a lot about um, gratitude, and I, I uh, 
as with anything, I have the, what's it called, contempt prior to investigation. Yes. Um, because I'm just like, well, I'm just going to keep coming up with the same thing. I'm grateful for my wife and my yeah, daughter and my family. every day. This is bullshit. Um, and what's interesting is this article um, basically sort of dispelled some of that and, you know, says that's, it didn't, I'm paraphrasing, that's, that's a cop-out and you have to come up with unique new things every day. Um, and anyway, so, and I tend to respond well to something that has a little more structure set up for me, like pocketudes. Um, and I know this uh, sounds like an ad, but we have, there's nothing being exchanged other than um, Fred sent these to us. And, uh, you know, um, what I says, I, I'd, I'd love if you, uh, you know, if you want to give our listeners a discount. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, sure, and, and is uh, willing to give, uh, since right now, gen- listeners a very generous discount, I think, um, of, uh, I want to, hold on, I just want to make sure, yeah, 20% um, through the end of October, October 31st, um, if they go to Pocketudes, P-O-C-K, I-T-U-D-E-S dot com and use the code since right now. Um, That's fantastic. Which is fantastic. So I, I haven't started using it. Um, I actually just did, Matt and Jeff tore into theirs last episode. Like like rabid like, dogs. Yeah, like um, rabid dogs. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Feral. Feral. Rabid. Yeah, beasts. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I just un, uh, unboxed, as they say, Mine. It was came nicely wrapped in like a craft paper with a nice pocketudes stamp logo, um, and uh, I took some pictures. I'll probably post them on Instagram after the show. And uh, there's there's pictures at pocketudes.com. But uh, I'm going to start using it. I, I like also like sort of d- clear demarcations, and like yeah. I'm, I think I'm going to start using it um, as of tomorrow. Once you know, I unboxed it and we talked about it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use it because uh, you know I can use all the help I can get as we all can, and you know I'm I'm familiar with like um, I think uh, who was I mean I know some of the people we've had on and I don't want to call any names but uh, they do things like gratitude circles where there's mm-hmm. like groups of people and they get they like they work by I think phone or email chain and they do it daily together huh that's not something i'm familiar with Um, but i i uh it doesn't surprise me yeah and yeah so anyway and and i think this uh you know way to sort of a structured way to document is gonna be helpful fruitful i could certainly afford to be more have more gratitude because i do tend to be the contempt prior to investigation i tend to have petty resentments Mm -hmm. and i I would like to have the opposite i'd like to have petty gratitude (laughs) petty (laughs) gratitude just dispensable penny gratitude um Um, and you know it's something you hear a lot in the rooms and in 12-step recovery and outside of the rooms you know it's gratitude and um trying to stay in touch with the things in your life mm -hmm. that you're grateful for um everything from you know the ability to Wake up every morning to mm. the minutia of your day-to-day life that you're grateful for. And, mm. um, it comes up a lot. It comes up a lot in my life, and I find that when I am grateful for what I have, mm-hmm. uh, instead of um, longing for that which I don't, um, you know, I stay out of my own way a lot more. I'm a little bit more, I'm kinder to myself, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
being that most of us are our own worst enemies, I think. Um, anyway, gratitude is important to me. Um, and uh, it's interesting. Just over the weekend, I was having a conversation with, uh, I guess, how do I, my father-in-law-to-be, I guess the, mm. the father of my fiance, who's never been in the rooms, mm-hmm. um, is not in recovery, um, but is active um, the community minister in his local church. Hmm. And he was speaking. We both arrived at the same point. And we do this a lot in our conversations. You know, he comes, we come at it through diff- totally different routes, mm-hmm. but just about the importance of being grateful um, for hmm. what you have. So it's another one of those timeless tenets mm-hmm. of recovery and good things that, you know, we certainly did not invent. Um, mm-hmm. Been out there for millennia. And, yeah. uh, um, Anyway, pocketudes. I I never think I would respond well to structure, um, but there's no question I mm. I do. Um, I like at work. I keep a big book mm-hmm. with un- of online paper. And that's where I put my ideas, and then I look in there, and it's just a bunch of aimless bullshit <laughs> right. scribbling yeah. doodles. Yeah. Um, but when I have some structure, I tend yeah. to be more useful. <laughs> yeah. If I have, yeah. If I have somebody that. Well, it's like with uh, you know Peloton on the bike. The structure of that with a class led by somebody telling me what to do every step of the way, you know, mm-hmm. how to adjust the tension and how fast to be going. You know, I'm so much more. You know that that that's more likely to become a habit for me, and it does because I, 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 I like knowing that somebody that knows more than I do about something is mm-hmm. leading me. Um, and in this case, you know, with gratitude, it's, it's you know, sort of structured being led to be, you know, mm-hmm. fill it out. Plus, I like forms. I like taking, you know, questionnaires. And oh, this, yeah. is, this has got all that. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, anyway, um, check it out. Pocketudes, P-O-C-K-I-T-U-D-E-S dot com. Use the code since right now and get 20% off. Look at that. And I think that's it's awesome. It's a first for us. We've um, never... It is a first. We've never... Well, we briefly ha- had uh, just sort of a similar relationship, just sort of a, a friendly, hey, we like you, you like us, with uh, Meeting Coffee. Remember Meeting oh, Coffee? Yeah. They, yeah, they I remember. stopped producing Meeting Coffee, which is a shame because terrific name and yeah. a terrific product. But uh, um, the product is way too good for the name because Meeting, right. you know... I mean, twelve-step meeting coffee is usually yeah. just garbage, right? Um, but yeah, but uh, but it was good anyway. But yeah, so um, yeah, we have yet to actually uh, make any money from advertising on the show, but right. <laughs> but uh, who needs it? I think yeah, who needs money? Um, no, and that's not why we do this. It never has been. Uh, so. Uh, what, what else was I going to say? Um, pocketudes, gratitude. Oh, yeah, just, uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, now that I've sort of come out of this depression and and uh, I'm like back, okay, what am I, you know, I have the, the sort of energy and the drive to get back to figuring out all things since right now and clean and sober. I still don't know what the hell to do with this site. It just requires a massive overhaul, and I'm I'm, I'm struggling. Um, but uh, the podcast, I was thinking, you know, I used to do a lot of post production, and, and mm-hmm. you know, once we started doing it live, I just like I, I love doing it live. Yeah. But uh, I stopped doing any sort of editing, and I just dump the live feed basically mm-hmm. 
tomorrow, you know, the next day I, I just, I put it out, which I also like that, but I realize a lot gets missed without doing any sort of post dialogue sometimes, you know, about the episode or mm-hmm. about the guest, um, that I, things like that, that I used to do. Um, and, uh, I'm thinking about doing that again, but uh, the other thing is I was looking at some other podcasts and they do such detailed show notes, you know, like a whole yeah. write-up about the episode and all the links. And I, I used to do some of that or a lot of that, and I just haven't done it in so long. I haven't put all the links, but, you know, I was thinking about this episode in particular where I talked about an article I read in the week. I should probably put that link up. So, mm-hmm. you know, but part of, you know, part of me for so long is just like, fuck it, take notes while you're listening. people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, um, you have the internet, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the right thing to do as a podcast producer would be to put the links of, from the show in the notes. I think, um, you know, I used to do it and I shall do it again. I think so. What's the right thing? Yeah, what is what is the right thing? You know what? Why don't you all fill out your grateful pocketudes book with your grateful that we even put out a fucking podcast? (laughs) All right, how about them apples? How about them apples? Get your pocketudes, write that down in it. Number one. Yeah, we just Um, did the first one for you. You're welcome. Uh, But uh, no, so um, yeah, uh, I think uh, I hate making promises like this, but I want to say start looking for links from the shows in the notes again. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to I always have trouble writing up the shows. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I don't, you know, I go, I tend to go back and listen to the ones where if I'm out of town and it's just you and Jeff, I listen to them without fail. But but I don't always go back and listen when it's all of us. Um, Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what that means, Chris. I don't either. I mean, I don't listen anymore. Um, I listen to the beginning and the end. Um, because sometimes we have hot mics and sometimes we do hot takes. There was a weird period where our mics just wouldn't shut off. Yeah. Well, uh, that was dangerous. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, we're, we're a little more spicy when we think, (laughs) I don't know. We just talk a lot of shit and we, I don't know, probably swear more and, um, probably, probably whatever. No, not that it matters, but you know, it's just, yeah. That's what people say Um, they like about this is our, unrehearsed and yeah. sort of unfiltered, you know, just talk off the top of our heads in a yeah. lot of case about what's going on. Spitting uh, fire off the top of the dome. That's right. You know? that's right. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I've said before, it's like I, I pretty much have, uh, you know, for a long time now, I don't listen to, I, I went through a period in the very beginning, the first year and a half maybe where I listen to recovery podcasts a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, you know, forever grateful to those for inspiring, you know, me and, and us and this. Um, but, uh, yeah, then I, I, I don't, I mean, I, I think I've said this before too, when we were talking about a couple episodes back or something that I exclusively listen to comedy podcasts now. Yeah. Like, and a lot of them are basically like, I just started listening to, uh, and this is neither here nor there, but I'm veering off topic. Um, we we had no topic. We didn't have a topic. <laughs> Very, I'm taking a wild tangent, but uh, Spontanea Nation with Never Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, I love Tompkins. Yeah, it's and just I love Tompkins Tompkins Square, which he did for a while, and he's he's an articulate yeah. guy, and just like smart and funny. And you want to talk about spitting hot fire off the top of the dome? Mm-hmm. He is so quick. 
Like oh. I mean, he's just like a, a, a consummate improv guy mm-hmm. that can just take anything and go anywhere with it, and it's just amazing. And then, um, and then, and then yeah. it's like he's he is a, a, a yeah. lot of those comedians. Just the the knee jerk, the quick, the snap wit is staggering. Um, but well, actually, this isn't unrelated because it was making me think about things we can do with this. I mean, for, you're for I don't know that. I feel like one, you know, was the first. I was going to say, your one was the first year. <laughs> your two, if you're following, was the second. No. But like, I think we like, what we're saying here. Just little things. Like, you know, we started having guests, and then uh, I don't know what. I think somewhere around the end of year three, we started doing the live. I'm not sure. But, yeah. Year three, um, we started doing live. Two and, was still, you know. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's not like I feel, well, I do feel compelled to. Uh, innovate mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 just to keep it fresh for the listeners, but also for us. Yeah, you know. Um, and and uh, what could we, you know, in year four? Well, like, is our innovation done? Is this no, 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 no. Now we're going to well, have a well, a little bit of since right now theater. Where <laughs> well, we no, do- kind of is <laughs> what I was thinking. Well, because here's the thing: there was a, a period where. And it's weird. It's like when you promote something, and that's why I've also, and now I'm rambling, but people re- re- react to it. And it's just so strange. Like my my sense is that, well, these things are out there and they'll, and they'll remember and they'll do it and they'll know it. Like the phone number, we have a phone number, 507-556-7271. Mm. So you can call and leave a voicemail anytime. Nobody ever does <laughs> except when I do promotions and oh. say it on the on the podcast, you know, call, leave us a voicemail or I or I, you know, do something on social media about it. But it's, you know, it's there on the site. Uh, you know, maybe that's a, that's a testimony to how many people go to the site and look at it and whatever. But we do have a phone number. It's 507-556-7271. Um and basically it's a voicemail number. I don't pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um and if I ever do you can say hi, um, but I just I let it go to voicemail, and you can leave us a message, uh, questions, comments, whatever. And uh, so there was a period where we were doing that. And we were getting quite a few, mm-hmm. and I think uh, you know I I never exactly figured out how to treat them because I never quite have a plan in advance. Um, but, uh, you know, that's one of those things that if I'm producing it, I could go in, I could edit them, I could mm-hmm. dump them into the episode, which I think we tried once where I played it and then we responded to it. We did try that um, once. We did like a listener mail thing yeah, too for a while. And we've done, read emails and yeah, respond. Yeah. Um, um, and all, all that I think is viable. I think maybe more of a plan like we do that once a month or something uh-huh. would help, you know, so I can plan, you guys can plan, whatever. But, uh, you know, I guess all that's by way of saying that's always welcome. Yeah. I won't necessarily get it to, to it, the next episode sort of thing, but mm-hmm. um, know that I do read all the emails. I do listen to all the voicemails. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and if, if anybody out there wants to, to shoot us something, um, please do. And I know pe- there are people that do. Um, and, you know, we talked about some of that. I think last episode about some topics that IL uh, had had posed for us, and and we're certainly thinking about those. Um, but you know, to your point about innovation for your four, that, that 
even just doing that on a regular basis mm-hmm. would, would I think, could be kind of fun. I'd like to do that. I'd like to have other voices that aren't necessarily invited guests, you know, our listeners yeah. on the podcast. Um, but just listening to Spontanea Nation, the, the structure is really interesting. They have a guest on, mm-hmm. and the guest is somebody from whatever, the comedy or, or you know, uh, usually it's a comic that's, you know, just a stand-up or in film or TV or both, or they're a writer, you know, or, or some combination of all that. And uh, and they just talk about what they have going on. And then they pose a question that the previous guest had asked okay. of the next guest. And like one was like, what was your favorite childhood toy? And if it broke, what happened to it? Mm-hmm. And then they answer that. And then, and so then all that information from that guest that was just purely being a guest on the show mm-hmm. gets sort of tabled as potential use later in an improv scene <laughs> where, where then, uh, like then Paul Tompkins posts on his like Twitter, give us a place, and somebody gives a place like one was like a the cold storage freezer for a chicken processing plant. Okay, and so then the improv. So then the guest leaves, and improv actors that he's invited on that he knows, you know, it's a changing cast of characters. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's three, mm-hmm. and then they go and they start an improv scene in the place suggested and they work in elements from what the guests said wow and it's just it's wild anyway that's that's, it sounds really complex but once you get the structure it goes really smoothly Mm -hmm. um it sounds like improv it's improv like yeah okay somebody shout out a place right somebody shout out a person yeah it's basically yeah and uh (laughs) so i guess i'm saying we're going to do improv. This <laughs> is a roundabout saying, look out, 2018, Improv Circus, live every week, right here. Um, um, but I just, I guess what it's got me thinking is like, you know, I'd like to, yeah, I guess bring more outside in. You yeah, know, um, responsiveness. Like, uh, yeah, or, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to. You know, we, we. The fact of the matter is, we every episode, it doesn't just have to be a guest that we call in or mm-hmm, call in. We mm-hmm. tried this before too. We had an episode where, um, people were you know you could call in. Yeah, I and, remember. And we were managing it. How was I managing? I guess by the chat. And then I'd say, okay, you're going to come on next, and I'd call in somebody. Um, you know, I'd like to do that too. I'd like to. I'd like people that. You know, we don't that don't ask to come on, or that we yeah. don't think to invite on. Basically, the audience, our our listeners, I'd like mm-hmm. to have that opportunity. Um, and so that's what I'm working towards, and that's a lot of housekeeping sort of stuff about the show. Yeah, and I know we didn't do a lot of, you know, sobriety recovery, mental health stuff, but I said a lot on my mind, and I wanted to share it to the listeners. Absolutely, it's a podcast about our podcast. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's very meta, and. uh I also would invite listeners to suggest things too. I mean, you know, is there anything you'd like to hear us do? Not just from a topic standpoint, yeah. but from a um, whether it be live call-in or uh, right. segment or IM or 
I know sometimes you get some instant messages. You'll get a mm-hmm. little chat action going on. Chris is the only one who can see the screen. Jeff and I are here in Chris's home studio. We're positioned so we cannot see his screen. So he could be looking at anything. Making it so, up. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah. And that that's actually a good point because, uh, yeah, it's, if nothing else, like, let us know what you want more of and I, I you know the other thing is i think it was year two i did a audience survey mm-hmm. and uh i remember that and you know it's like i think for every person that says what was it year one where somebody was like i can't tell the difference between the episodes somebody had that was feedback mm-hmm. because it was just us talking we didn't have any guests for a yeah. long time the first year and I'm like, oh, you can't tell the difference, eh? Well, it's like, I'll show well. you. And then I booked a guest every single episode for right. like, you know, a year. And then somebody's like, Spite billing. I like it when it's just you guys. And so then, you know, I swing hard the other way. Um, but uh, I think that part, I've gotten a, I've got a better balance on. I'm trying to do every other kind of thing, not. Um, no, so, I mean, from my standpoint, it's yeah. like whenever I find myself saying, hey, I could go for a guest, you yeah. have a guest booked. And yeah. we're kind of doing a every other week thing right now, yeah. whether unintentional or not, but it's working out. I'm trying to work thing. that. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. So. Uh, so what, what's going on? I don't, you know, I mean, uh, so something happened today that's kind of interesting. Um. I was reading an article last night about the fact that our commander-in-chief is a teetotaler. Right. And uh, I think I developed a little resentment Mm. about that. Like, what did you do, you know? I mean, I understand his brother, Fred, died of alcoholism young. And I'd always said, don't drink, don't drink. You don't want this. And So I I remarked to several of my colleagues Mm. that this is how petty I am. Mm. Like, check out this bullshit. Mm. I'm actually, I actually resent the fact Donald Trump, our president, doesn't drink mm-hmm. because I don't want anybody in my club who I don't, you know, it was mm-hmm. pe- it's petty. It's petty of me, right? And then someone unbidden left a list of teetotalers of famously mm. abstinent people on my chair. I don't know who did it. Oh, interesting. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting. It was a fascinating list. I'm like, wow, uh, Carl Jung and uh, Thoreau hmm. and, you know, um, it didn't. Obviously, we've talked about there's difference between abstinent and sober, right? mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, a lot of Hollywood names in there. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting, and I mean, I think all of it is sort of you know, uh, there's a lot of like context and intent right. around the whys and uh, hows, and uh, there was an article that. Uh, a while back about making a case that basically Donald Trump was someone someone who needed Al-Anon but but yes. didn't get it. Yes. Um and I saw uh, that last night. I'm laying oh, in bed. Oh, you saw that article. Yeah, oh, I'm laying okay. in bed. Yeah. There was a picture of Donald Trump taking a sip of wine and it was somebody being like Okay, all right. He says he's a teetotaler. Is this is just another lie. And yeah. then there were all cited all these various articles, and one of them was saying that you know Al-Anon would have been a useful tool mm-hmm. um, to him. I would suggest any number of tools along with Al-Anon. Yeah, but um, but it just got me thinking about how whenever I find out someone I like is sober, I guess I'm kind of provincial. Mm. I'm kind of 
like protective of our, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, Jason Bateman's sober. Fantastic. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Colin Farrell doesn't drink. Great. Mm-hmm. He's been in some great movies right. of late. I'm like, oh, Keith Urban's sober. Fuck him. You know, like, I'm just, <laughs> right. Right. I, I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a strange thing. I'm sure I'm not alone in that, but, um, well, Keith Urban's not doing himself any favors with that haircut. No, yeah. that's well, not a sober mind at work. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, that notion that we do all share something. Well, those of us in re- the recovery type of sobriety, mm-hmm. um, you know, of which Keith Urban is one. Um, and he might be a terrific guy. I'm sure he's um, a f- Find a fantastic yeah. lad, but uh, you know, it, it, it was sort of a, a rude awakening, and I think this was the first year when I started this. So it was about four years ago, and uh, I, was, I was spending a lot of time on on the recovery friendly Twitter, and you know, making all these connections and friends and people that I interacted with, and then I just remember one guy who. You know, he was he's sober, he's like a cyclist. And then he tweeted this thing that was so um disgustingly like anti Muslim. Oh. And I was just like, Wow. I thought and, and you know, I was a little bit naive because this was mm-hmm. me finally really having a lot of experience with a lot of sober people, albeit you know, online mm-hmm. and from afar, but I'm like, oh yeah, we're all in this together. It's all love and we're all groovy and cool together. And then I was just like, wow, there are complete shit bags. Oh yeah. That, that are, that are, uh, or, you know, it, and it's, you know, it's the, the classic trope of, you know, we get sober. If you're an asshole and you're sober, you're a sober asshole. Yeah. Um, and that this doesn't discriminate. Right. Like anybody right. can, have what yeah. we have, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, but I struggled kind of at the time pretty hard trying to figure out, well, what takes precedence? Am I, am I, am I a sober, does the sort of sober, uh, you know, that we're, that we're sober take precedence or does the like, you know, be, being a good person, take precedence, and I'm, you know, like, do I, you know, because I was, I was so concerned with about doing the right thing by by sober people, because mm-hmm. that's what I was doing. I was being, you know, trying to be a good sober person, and uh, like, if I unlike him, is that bad? Because you know, he needs <laughs> the sober support, and right, or what? And I'm just like, no, you know what? Fuck it. This dude's a douche, right? And I'm like, that's the end of that, but. Um, I guess that's just by way of saying that we're not just because we're all sober. We're not all. It doesn't make yeah. you. I mean, I struggle with that a little bit. The community I in Chicago where I got sober is just rife with racist, homophobic, yeah. misogynist. Mm. These are people with decades of sobriety mm. who are, you know, really good mm-hmm. AA dudes you know mm-hmm. and uh and well respected in the community and just pricks mm-hmm. you know and i grapple with that like okay this person's gonna give me useful instructions on how to live i'm gonna take 
counsel from this person who, you know, mm-hmm. who believes X, Y, or Z. And um, that was hard for me for a while. But then I thought, yeah. you know what, if I compartmentalize this and they clearly know something about not destroying themselves. Yeah. And maybe if I could just take that. Um, mm-hmm. But I use that as a, it was another excuse for right. me not to, you know, not to listen mm-hmm. to anybody. Yeah. If I was waiting for someone who was just like me and believed the things I believe, I'd still be waiting. Um, yeah. I don't know. I struggled it's tr- with it. It's tricky. I had a sponsor <clears throat> here um, who was hardcore Pentecostal. Mm. Like, I just remember him being like, I can't believe those women are wearing pants or some, mm. something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> apropos of nothing. Right. It's just like, hey, this sandwich is delicious man what's up with the pants on that chip? i'm just like yeah. what the fuck but you know what i don't know i yeah i don't know now sitting here sober mm. for a few years i'm like that guy can yeah. yeah fuck that guy but um at the time i don't know i don't know what i'm getting at i haven't become necessarily a um more tolerant of yeah. people of that ilk but i guess I guess I have a strange sort of respect for their sobriety. I don't know. Yeah, or their no, abstinence or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, as I unpack this more and more, it's just I'm getting agitated because mm-hmm. they, yeah. I heard things in the rooms right. where I'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I you know, I, we used to always, that was the other thing that I wanted to mention. It's like we used to always make note of that we're the show that raises a lot of questions, but doesn't seem to be able to answer any of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I think that's worth noting because that's not what we are. You know, we don't have no. all the answers. We're, we have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, and because, uh, yeah, that, that, that's a confusing aspect of it. Um, you know, does, uh, you know, does uh, getting us all and keeping us all on the sober side of the fence trump, uh, not, you know, Apologies for using that that term, yeah. but uh, you know, yeah, just being a good, a good person. Because I say in yeah. the rooms, yeah. but you know, during the fifty-eight minutes or whatever of a meeting, yeah. I didn't hear a whole lot of these sentiments. Yeah. It was when I got to know them as human beings right. where I realized, oh, terrible human being, useful in that hour. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the second, you know, the Lord's prayer was over, it was all the gloves were off. You never mm-hmm. knew what kind of shit you were going to hear outside the meeting or everybody smoking. Um, so, Oh, takes all kinds. Am I right? Right there, brother. Yeah. It doesn't brother. take them, require them, but they're there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that means, Chris. I don't either. It's a crazy mixed if up. Anybody world. knows, Big blue marble we live on. <laughs> Weird shit, man. For the time being. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so we're not, uh, neither of us are particularly depressed. Mm-hmm. Some anxiety out there. Mm-hmm. This is, we talked, we've talked about it a lot. If you have any predisposition toward anxiety, um, this is a very odd time to be alive yeah. right now because they're, um, maybe it's always been there. Maybe it's just from my standpoint, mm. you know, my eyes are a little wider open mm. than they have been in years past, but my God, from the, just the, uh, natural disaster standpoint, mm. um, 
Yeah. Not helping, Chris. No. Here we are, dry and safe and unearthquaked I think, in St. Louis, but man. Oh, no, we actually had an earthquake uh, yesterday morning. Really? Yeah. Oh, then I feel it, yeah. man. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're on the second most active fault in the United States. Yeah, San yeah. Madrid. Yeah. It's for real. Um, it's actually a larger fault than San Andreas Fault. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It has more potential. Um, it's just less second. active. It's less active, yeah. but it's just prescient. It's all there. Boom. Um, yeah, Mississippi River could flow the other way tomorrow. Shit, Bam. dog. Yeah, I know. Um, I ain't scared. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, what's interesting is I, my anxiety runs to the the the... The mundane, the everyday. Oh, you know, I absolutely things like things that are way out of my control, like natural mm-hmm. disasters and um, Trump. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily cause me anxiety. No. It causes me like bamboozled consternation. Like Trump, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's just mind blowingly surreal. Um, apologies to our. Uh, right-leaning fans but uh it's it it enrages me yeah but you know like last night yeah big storm Mm. lightning thunder um at least where i live a a whopping four miles away was it last night maybe it was the night no it's the night before night before yeah it all runs together man but we're we're sitting on the couch and hear this huge crash thunder and uh you know my partner was worried mm. she was like oh i just i don't like these storms mm. and, and i don't know maybe it's just i'm like if a tree mm-hmm. comes crashing through our living room right now and crushes me mm. whether i'm worried about that happening or not will have no bearing on whether or not it happens like i'm i'm pretty cool with mm-hmm. acts of things you know knowing what i have mm-hmm. any right worrying about stuff in general it's yeah. the minutiae it's yeah, the yeah mundane i will worry the shit out of that yeah absolutely I went for a psychiatric consultation today to try to find a new shrink. Uh, I was in knots. I wasn't yeah. even meeting with the shrink. I was meeting with someone to meet a shrink. Hmm. And I was just like, huh, talking to a person in a room. How's this going to go? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to park in a parking right, garage. Right, right, yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. And yet, you know, the world's going to shit. And I'm like, yeah. Right. Don't hate the player, hate the game, you know, like yeah, whatever. no, totally. That's yeah, that's exactly that's where that's where mine's at. It's it's the just living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the press of mm-hmm. life and the smaller. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can pick at that little thing and make it huge. Mm-hmm. But the huge stuff is. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I'm getting some stuff ready from a gratitude journal. I think you are too. Um, <laughs> Earthquake yesterday, didn't even feel it. Yeah, grateful. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I think we're good. We 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 need a. I think we're kind of like, uh, like as Joy Division is to music, we are to podcasting. Like, if we don't have some angst, we don't have some depression. You know, we're just kind of like, hey. It's oh, okay. I thought you were saying love was going to tear us apart. Yeah, again. Uh, yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. 
I think we're good. Yeah, it's all good. And yeah, thanks for listening. There was <laughs> a, you know, it, was, it wasn't a depressed soda. It was a complacent Yeah, complacent soda, gratitude. <laughs> gratitude. <laughs> That's something else. I don't know what it is, but it's not this. Oh, man. Um, so yeah, uh, pocketudes.com. Mm-hmm. Since right now is the code, check them out. 20%. 20% off. And uh, through October 31st. And we'll I, I, see. Oh. I, yeah. We'll no, talk, go ahead. We'll talk at, at you next week. I won't be I here, won't but be uh, here. it'll be a good one. We will have Casey Anderson, and uh, it'll be a good one. Another good one. And, uh, yeah, we got some good ones coming up. All right. Uh, uh, I need to sign up. We need sign-offs. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to read one of the 10 tips to help you be happier from the back of the pocket toots. That's going to be your, your new sign-off? No, I'm just doing it once. Mm. Uh, chase a ball, run, hike, jog, swim, skip, or hop. Move your body. Nice. Yeah. Tight. Tight. <laughs> Holla. I do need to sign off. They do. Just to like. Oh, we all do like that. Yeah. Chris A. from the Lou saying, keep your hats on straight and your collars popped. Well, I was thinking it's a little shorter, but like, I, I kind of hate it. longer. I, I kind of hate it. But it's, uh, it's one of the DJs on K-Sheet. off sign off this and goes, AMF. Adios, motherfucker. Yeah! Okay. yeah! Like that. I like yeah. I like <laughs> Yeah, he does. This has been another clean and sober intervention.